Dan, I have a very serious question to ask you. Oh, okay. What do you got? Uh, can you lend me $20? 20 bucks? Yeah, well, <laughs> sure. If you got, if you have more, I'll take it. <laughs> I can do 20. Yeah. What uh, do you need it for? Yeah, I I had the nerve to run my saw yesterday and for some reason it wouldn't cut it wasn't cutting and i stopped and looked it's because i was cutting into a big piece of metal that was inside of a log (laughs) oh no isn't that fun yeah what is up with that it is it was one of my small saws and I, I, I tried to sharpen the chain and it's just, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's going to have to go into the garbage can. I've found any time that that's happened to me, that's the best solution is to get a new chain. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, ah, just a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) Were you, were you? Uh, over half done with the work you were trying to do or was it like right at the beginning when you first started? No, it was about one third of the way and it wasn't a big log. Oh. I don't know. It, uh, it, I don't know what it was. It was just like maybe once a piece of fence or mm. it was just a, a long, skinny, rusty piece of, of steel. Wow. I didn't see it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's a good thing it's your smaller saw because I don't know, 20 bucks doesn't get you much for a chain anymore. I mean, some of those chains are getting spendy. Yeah, <laughs> I have a very good saw shop up the road, and they are famous for having uh, inexpensive chains. Their chains are, I think that's how they drive traffic into their shop. Um, it kind of remind me, I had a friend that once owned a gas station, and that was back before, you know, these mega gas stations started. And he said that what these bigger gas stations did to put them out of business was they would sell their unleaded fuel at a loss because <laughs> it would generate traffic into their gas station. You know, where people would buy their Dr. Peppers and their candy bars, or it would be an enticement. It was so cheap that, yeah, I would buy the mid-grade or the, yeah. know, the 93 octane. So, you know, but the bottom line is I, I drive out of my way to go up there and buy chains because it is, it's probably about eight, eight dollars cheaper a chain. Ooh, there. too bad, too bad. Our gas stations aren't doing that nowadays. That'd be kind of, <laughs> <laughs> well, it started to come down. It has. And yes. Yeah. It's funny then when you see gas, that's, you know, all of a sudden it's like $4 and five cents. You're like, woohoo, you know, great day. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was some weird weird times with high gas like that. Yeah. It was yeah. Whenever that gas pump would get to like eighty dollars, I uh, that started to hurt. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's too bad about your your saw. Uh, interesting though. One one uh, quick little segue in regarding chainsaws. Uh, August eleventh through the fourteenth here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, is the National Chainsaw Carving Championship. Really? Yeah. And as luck would have it, I have been invited to attend. Wow. Yeah. So watch for some more details coming out on that. But if anyone in the Midwest or if anyone's coming to 
the uh, National Chainsaw Carving Competition or Championship. Uh, I will be there. So might be an opportunity for a meet and greet. Yeah. Uh, have you ever carved anything with the saw? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> you could maybe consider some of my early attempts of felling trees carving. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I haven't. So you were just showing up as a celebrity. Well, I don't know if that is the category or not. I'm, yeah, I'm just kind of going there to. You know, uh -huh. hang out with some of the carvers, kind of uh, document and film, and then uh, do a little, uh, you know, content creation. Oh, wow. Those people are artists. There yes. was the carvers at the Paul Bunyan show in Ohio last year. And good heavens, what these guys and gals can do with a chainsaw is just amazing. I know. And I guess this event used to always take place here in Eau Claire. Um, the organization Visit Eau Claire uh, reached out to me about coming and they invited me to attend it but th it was uh, they took a two-year break because of the pandemic and everything so this is now uh -huh. their first year back so it's gonna be a good time oh wow i made a chainsaw carving once you did i did i made a stool <laughs> and, then in... it went into, and then it went into the furnace <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so you cut around at 20 inches instead of 16 and sat on it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a public service when I burn it, because if someone would were to sit on it, they would have probably had a trip to the ER. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a very good job. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know how, you know, people do that, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see. And it's just something that's kind of interesting to think about, like the uses of, you know, wood and how many different things you can use it for i mean firewood we think of firewood just as you know either a fire pit recreational burning or heating but yeah you can do a lot with with wood yeah i had a order at one time from a photographer really yeah yeah she wanted to buy some firewood and she stacked a she stacked it to make it look like a wall back at her place so she could take pictures of, you know, her people in, in front of it. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Very cool. Very, how much was it? Like uh, half a uh, It was like a quarter cord. She oh. just, um, she just uh, piled it up against, I think in between two stakes just to make it tall and narrow. So then she could like zoom in, you know, and it just gave yep. the appearance of it was like this big, big wide wall. Wow. So another yeah. artistic use of wood or firewood. Yeah. Well, we did it ourselves. We took our um, Christmas pictures, you know, the ones that you put onto like a card and mail out to your family. Yep. Um, we took a picture of our daughters in front of the firewood. It looks nice, man. Yeah. yeah especially with, like the, some snow on it and the way the light comes off of it. It looks great. Wow. It's too nice to burn. <laughs> that is one of the, the downsides with when you stack your wood up nice and it just looks, you know, it's, it's, it just has something to, about that look. But then yeah. when you start taking it down to burn it, you're kind of sad because you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, you're destroying this work of art. <laughs> yeah. I, have you ever seen the people that stack wood, like artistically stack it, you know, and they make a, a picture in it? Like I've seen like this big parrot made out of firewood and 
Um, like there was this one picture I've seen on the internet. It's like this gigantic tree laying on its side. Yep. Like built into the side, you know, of a, a face of a stack of firewood. Yep. I've seen a yeah. big chainsaw, uh, sculpture. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, <laughs> I, one time I have a repeat customer and we get along real, real good. And I delivered wood to his house and he wasn't there. And I made his initials <laughs> into the face of firewood. It, it had uh, some locust in it, which is like a yellowish firewood. Oh, yep. And the rest of it was like maple and ash. So I pulled out all the locust and then I just made it to where the, the, his initials was in the face of the firewood. He got a kick out of it. Out of out in the face of the stack. You had like the, the letters yeah. spelt out. Ah, oh, there you yeah. go. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the extent of my artistic ability. That would be that would be a little time consuming. If well, I guess two initials wouldn't be bad. But like, if you were going to spell something out, that would take some time. And some yeah, I um, I I thought at first that you could just stack the wood, and then get your stick and lay it flat against the face of it, and then like pound it in. You know, so like the other logs would like recess. Oh, and it would sit in there. But it doesn't. It did work that way for me. I couldn't yeah. keep, you know, it felt like the stack was wanting to fall over. Yeah. I just made it, you know, as it was coming up, I would just, you know, make pieces stick back farther so that that piece could stay in there. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you would have to probably plan that out. And if you really wanted to do something elaborate, like build it and fit the pieces in as you stack the stack up, like if you were going to do a, you know, like a image or letters, I don't know. That would be way too complicated for me to try to figure out. <laughs> and then you spell it wrong or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that that that's pretty cool though. Mm -hmm. Wow. I've had um I have a restaurant that I deliver to. They have a patio and the that has a fireplace on it. And the fireplace is a is a gas one. You know, it's not it doesn't burn wood. But it has those two alcoves on each side of the fireplace for firewood. They call me every year for an order of display wood. And they like white oak because it does. It just really pops with the color of the stone. And um, when I stack it in there, I make sure everything is exactly, you know, that whole front face just looks like a sheet of glass. You know, it's yes. just like perfectly stacked. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. I know... Um a friend of mine, uh, Rick, my urban logger, he delivers firewood to a uh, firewood, like a fireplace re retailer. They sell fireplaces and stoves and they have in their showroom a bunch of little stacks around, you know, fireplaces and stoves, just kind of like you said, as display wood. And, right. You know, they never burn it. It just sits there and looks pretty. <laughs> mm -hmm. the, that same restaurant has displays inside of the restaurant too. And, uh, that wood that ha is in there is not mine. Uh, whoever, when that restaurant was opened, whoever the supplier was, you know, would have provided that wood, but I have been servicing this one restaurant for three years now. And that wood is still in there. <laughs> and it, it still looks great too. It's fully seasoned now. Let me tell you, that stuff is ready to burn. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably their panic would if they were to ever run out and I couldn't get down there in time, they would start pulling it out of their displays. <laughs> Emergency backup <Yeah>. supply. 
<laughs> I have a area of my of of our house in between our house and our barn. And we sit where we are, we sit high on a ridge and it, we're out in the farmlands and there's not a lot of trees and man, the wind can just whip through here, especially in the winter time, you know, with, with uh, drifting. And I, every year, it's always oak because it's gonna sit there for two years. I always um, stack a wall of oak on the corner of my barn and that just saves me so much work throughout the year because it keeps the wind from drifting up against the, the opening of the barn and the roof where I park my trailer under. Yeah. And yeah, it, in fact, I probably need to move that wood now because it's been there too long. But that is, uh, that's a big use, you know, just using firewood is like a fence, you yeah, know, or I a way to, to direct traffic or something. I was just going to think, I was just going to mention that I, that I, I see a lot of, you know, uh, stacks of wood and you, they almost appear to be like privacy fences or you can use them yeah. for like in your case a wind block or that's a that that ends up being uh but like you said then you probably would want to use your oak so that way you know it's going to sit there for <laughs> at least two right. years and you're not having to build the fence every six months <laughs> i wonder too if it it looks better and if it's cheaper than like if you buy snow fence yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I know that there's probably 50% of our listeners are scratching their head where they're going, snow fence? What's that? Yeah. You know? what's a snow if you fence? live in the east or the Midwest, <laughs> everyone knows what snow fence is. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm always confused. Which side of the fence does the drift form on? The side <laughs> the that side. the wind, the, the, the side that the wind is going or the side that the wind is coming from? Yeah, the side that the f wind is hitting. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> See, I would put a snow fence up and have a drift across my driveway. <laughs> Just go ahead and set your fence up, and then you'll figure it out on your own. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good way to find out. <laughs> when I was little, snow fence was like, it was wooden. There was those reddish slats. Yep that had the wire that connected them. And now it's all orange plastic. Yeah. I think you can get orange or even uh, black or green. I think it comes in different colors, but yeah, the orange is I think the most popular just cause then you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it helps the snowmobilers out. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you get a really big drift and it buries yeah. it. I was going to, when we built our new road to the, uh, to our new wood yard, I was going to use stacks of wood that go up both sides of the road um, as a way, you know, to prevent drifting and stuff. But <clears throat> now I'm just realizing that ah, that's probably not going to work because I still got to get it loaded. And once I put those up, then I can't get through them <laughs> you know, to yeah. get to the other to get to the other side. So I need to rethink that. Don't your rows run perpendicular usually to your logging row? Yeah. Or your yeah, that was one of the things I was trying to fix, though. And that's why I thought, because if you can pull up broadside to a stack of wood, man, you can have your truck or trailer loaded fast. But when it's perpendicular, you know, you got to start running laps. Yeah, back and forth, back and forth. And that really slows you down. I just loaded my trailer this morning and it's hot out. <laughs> and, you know, you get like one third of the way into it and you're thinking, oh, I should have chose another career 
but then you keep at it and then the next thing you know you're all done well in this with with uh this talk about all the different uses of wood maybe there is another career career in your future decorative uh wood supplier or (laughs) fence builder (laughs) Uh uh-huh have serious so you could probably charge more for your for your firewood if you do that what what do you think would be the best decorative wood to stack up and look at oh boy probably probably white oak huh really yeah maybe yeah it's just got that beautiful rich yeah brown light tan look to it um yeah. i don't know like maple and ash i think they look good but then they gray yep cherry yeah look, cherry looks good cherry looks cherry good but, but i think cherry also kind of has a shelf life like after a couple of years it starts to break down i don't know yeah it gets real light like balsa wood after a while like the maple does ash keeps oak keeps oak you got to worry about mushrooms though but yeah uh-huh what's what do you think the best wood is for like those carvers like what do you think they carve i heard it was basswood but i don't know if that's true oh uh, i don't know i thought it was pine or something wasn't it maybe i guess i'll yeah, find I don't out have a clue <laughs> I would imagine you can carve any wood, but probably some woods are better than others, huh? Yeah. Well, I I had a subscriber comment once on some basswood that I was cutting up for firewood, and he said that the basswood is preferred for, like, carving, but I think he meant with, like, carving with, like, hand tools. Like, I don't know if it was chainsaw carving, because Uh it's really soft and really, um, you know, you can, like, just scoop into it with, like, a a curved blade, and you don't, it doesn't splinter. I don't have any experience with basswood. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> must be my <laughs> must be my part of the country. I don't know. You don't want to experience basswood. <laughs> no. No. Does it smell? Um, no, it it burns nice and bright. It's just really it's kind of stringy and it's really wet and it's kind of like cottonwood. You know, just sounds like sycamore. Yeah. I don't know. It dries pretty quick, but it burns up fast. If you're selling bundles, it's good because they have to buy about 10 of them to last 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just put maple and ash into my bundles. If there's an occasional stick of whatever, it'll go in too. But I just find that those are, especially the ones I put my name on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're <laughs> trustworthy and reliable. They they dry, they're clean, they light up quick. No complaints. Yeah. Yeah, but basswood, I'll have to look into that. I don't know. Does that grow in Ohio? I don't even know. I don't even know what the leaves look like. I, I'm i not sure if it grows down there or not, but like it's, it's similar to cottonwood. It's really light, you know, really wet to begin with. Um, the bark uh-huh. falls off once it dries. And sounds it's like stringy. Elm. Yeah. Sounds like elm. Yeah. And it, it is, is it as tough to split as elm? No, it, it splits with a hydraulic splitter fairly well. But like with a, if you were to, uh, you know, hurl an axe or a wet or a maul into it, like it, uh-huh. the wood kind of like absorbs the impact and doesn't split. You know, it doesn't, the force doesn't go through the wood. It just kind of like gets absorbed because it's like a sponge. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. That's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to look into it. I I just I don't know. I never see them. I wouldn't even know what it was if it showed up. 
it seems like all my orders always have the same thing and I can spot it from a mile away, you know, what kind of tree it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, when it shows up on the, on the truck. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't ever hear that. I don't ever receive any softwoods. I never get pine or cedar, nothing. Hmm. Um, yeah, well. It seems I call it the big four oak ash cherry maple. I get occasional hickory, an occasional locust, an occasional elm. Uh, but for the most part, it's just that. And your elm, do you, does your elm go out to like, not to restaurants, does it? No, I, I think if one or, you know, if some of them get stuck in there, you yeah. know, so be it. But I, when I'm running my processor for the restaurants, I do a pretty good job of just pulling out the maple and the ash. Um, if, you know, if there's like some weird logs and stuff, I use my different knife and that goes to the residential yard and everything just gets stacked like that. Yeah. Yeah. So has there I been any, so besides display wood, cooking wood, recreational wood, heating wood, uh-huh. anything else you've delivered firewood for alternative purposes? No, I can't think of you know backyard barbecues i've delivered to to parties where they just needed wood you know they were going to have like a a fire pit for a party oh yeah Um, yeah for pizza ovens that seems to be the new thing now i get a lot of requests for pizza ovens and really that's no different than restaurant wood but sometimes they like it split smaller um when people have requested shorter would i just tell them sorry (laughs) (laughs) i cut it i cut it 16 inch and only 16 inch right there the time and the place may come where i will process some 12 inch wood for someone but i don't i don't see it ever happening but (laughs) never say never i suppose huh yeah I've, i've seen um some of the smaller like patio fire pit stoves like the solo stoves like they need like shorter pieces but yeah i just save like my off cuts and give it, mm-hmm. give them a discount on it i had always thought that i would be getting calls because we have a lot of these um banquet centers out here and out in the country there'll be like a barn that a person restores and man they're nice and i keep waiting to get a call to you know, come stack wood for them. You know, they're going to buy wood and just stack it over by that post, you know, because yeah. it would look great. But yeah. I, yeah. I don't ever seem to get calls like that. Uh, maybe that could be something because I've been to a lot of graduation parties this year and I need to probably start approaching the owners of these places because I have seen areas. There was like one of those old fashioned well pumps, you know, from like a little house on the prairie. Yeah. <laughs> That would just look awesome with a stack of wood next to it. Yeah, that yeah. that is a great idea. Mm-hmm. And I think you can probably charge more for display wood than the stuff that you would actually burn. Right. Uh huh. But then your display better look good. <laughs> yeah, and then when you get tired of looking at it, then you throw it in the fire, or resell it to somebody else as firewood, <laughs> <laughs> and get your money back. You're right. You could uh-huh. that that could be part of the pitch is that. You buy this display wood. Once you're done using it, you can then resell it. Oh, 
Or you can start renting firewood. <gasps> Gosh. Oh my goodness. Yeah, what? Just created a new business model. I'm writing all this down here. This can be some more videos. I was, for I was just going to ask, are you taking notes? Because <laughs> my <laughs> mind is just getting blown right now. I'm like, what? Uh, I've done a whole series on my YouTube channel of barbecue chips where I just got, I'm looking at these sticks of firewood and I was shoving them into a wood chipper. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just thinking of new ways now I can start renting firewood. I like that. It. That could be something. Yeah. Firewood rental. Are you, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? As crazy as it sounds, I guarantee somewhere, someplace, there would be a market for that. Yeah. I also wonder too, you know, these farmers um, that have like a strawberry patch or blueberries, they'll have pick your own. Yep. Where people are practically paying you to labor at your farm. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a way if we could employ that sales technique with like the Tom Sawyer white picket fence scene <laughs> where where you act like it's so much fun to paint the white picket fence that everyone <laughs> wants to do it. And so you just sit in the shade and watch everyone do your work for you. Ooh. Maybe maybe that could be. I had also thought, because we have a gigantic mall that just has a an enormous parking lot. It's just acres and acres of concrete. I had thought that what if I got them to give me a little corner of their parking lot, I could put up a fence and some bleachers, and it would be an attraction, and people could come watch. And I could make it looks like it's so much fun that they want to start loading my trailers for me. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> that, that's actually one of the, um, when I first had my wood yard in the front of the property, that was kind of one of my thoughts was as people were driving by, if they were seeing me split the wood, it might spark a little interest and be like, Oh, look at, you know, that's like you said, kind of like spectate the process. Right. Wow. Yeah. I get a lot of comments on my YouTube channel where people say, it just looks like it's so much fun, Joe. If I lived by you, I'd be over and just stack wood for you for free. And I always think, yeah, no, you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> couple no, you pieces. Wouldn't. You, you would be here for like <laughs> 10 minutes. You'd go, this stinks. And then you would leave. <laughs> I do like that idea, though. Of come pick your own from the stack firewood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, formerly known as uh, local pickup. Yes. <laughs> Pick and bundle your own firewood. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man, I think we're on to something. I here, think man. we are. You know, I had mentioned one time to Amanda that uh, if I had the wood yard all like a bunch of stacks all over the place to have like uh, build like a, a corn maze, you know, for Halloween. <laughs> have like, but then I was afraid that the kids would knock the stacks over on themselves or something. Uh huh. So nah, yeah, they get they'll get over it. <laughs> Where's Johnny? <laughs> oh, he's buried under a stack of wood out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. We need to do a episode on risk management for a firewood company. Yes. And uh, we can talk about what you should and what you should not worry about. <laughs> Yeah.
Yeah, so the haunted woodyard. I think woodyard for you could have a wedding in the woodyard. I mean, I think there's all kinds of things you could do. Aromatherapy. Yes. I would split me up some green hickory, and I would charge. I would make like a little. <laughs> I would stack the wood into a square, and put a lawn chair in the middle of it, and charge people. <laughs> charge people to go sit in there and just smell the freshly split hickory. <laughs> Yeah, for ten ten dollars for ten minutes. That's a money maker. <laughs> See, I don't know what it is with your hickory down there, but our shag bark oh. hickory up here, when I mm -hmm. split that stuff, I can't stand the smell of it. Oh gosh. It's terrible. You you have problems. There's something wrong with you then. That is one of the joys of life and of definitely of firewood production is the fresh cut hickory. Oh, yeah, I don't know. The shag bark up here is different. It is only outdone by one other species, and that is cherry. Oh, yes, the cherry I can. Yes, yeah, love it. Yeah, I would charge double for the lawn chair for uh, the cherry room. <laughs> <laughs> the cherry room. I like the yeah. sound of that. Have a little. Like I will have stacked like a you know some freshly made cherry. Oh, and then like in the evenings when I go out to like take all the keys out of the trucks and stuff, I walk by and I was like, oh, that smells so good. But but it doesn't last long. That's the only problem. No. Yeah. yeah it's... All good things must come to an end. Yes. Mm -hmm. And with that, uh, let's strike up the music. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think uh, I think this is. I hopefully uh, some people out there listening. Maybe your gears are turning, and maybe you have an idea of an alternative use of firewood or wood that you could yeah. email into us. That would be great to hear. I like it. Yeah, this was interesting. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think though there might be. I might have to look in. I, I'm really liking that rent rent a log. <laughs> <laughs> rent a log <laughs> yeah. services and um the pick pick and stack your own firewood <laughs> pick and load pick and load <laughs> yeah charge them double <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> oh well dan this was interesting but maybe it's time to strike up the band i gotta go out into the heat and stack Yep, I got to get on that air-conditioned flight back to Eau Claire to uh, sit in the heat and maybe yeah. take a dip in the pool. Well, you're well. You're welcome to uh, stack. Before to you stay leave. and pick and stack, pick and load. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've got plenty of that to do myself. Yeah. All right. Well, strike up the band and let's uh, thank everyone for tuning in to the Woodhounds. We are the world's largest podcast for firewood and we couldn't have done it without you. Yes. All of you. Thank you very much. Greatly appreciate you tuning in whatever platform you listen on every Wednesday, 5 a.m. New episodes. That's right. And I want everyone to stay safe and be cool with a great day. <laughs> <laughs>